Hey guys, and welcome to the Fruit and Flourishing Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Madison. I'm ready to help inspire you to live the life you deserve to live with a mind, body, and soul that you love. Grab a coffee, grab a snack, maybe even a cocktail and a piece of fruit, and let's get motivated. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Fruit and Flourishing. Um, I need to start off this podcast by just saying thank you so much. Um, I've had so many people reach out to me regarding the first episode and I've received such positive reviews and feedback and it's just made me so happy and I'm really excited for the future of Fruit and Flourishing. Um, It's something I'm super passionate about. And I can't wait to just continue the journey with you guys. So thank you. I hope everybody had a great week and I hope you're having a great day so far. It is Tuesday morning at like 9 a.m. So I'm sorry if my voice is a little off. Um, I'm not going to lie. I've kind of been feeling a little high stress and anxious these past couple days and I'm feeling really emotional today. I don't know what's going on, Uh, but right now I think I'm going to challenge those thoughts with sharing some good things that has happened that have happened the past couple days. Um, so my first one is last night I got home from teaching around 1030 and my boyfriend Ryan had the best chicken stir fry waiting for me that he made prepared on a plate and everything. First thing I saw when I got home and that just made me really happy. Love him. And number two on my run yesterday, Oh, it was so gorgeous out. The sun was shining, like beaming on my face. Um, And I ran down one of my favorite streets near my house. I don't know why this is my favorite street. Like I always envisioned myself living on it one day. And as I was running, a big, gorgeous German shepherd started running with me and I stopped to give him pets and it made me so happy. For those who know me know I love German shepherds and will probably own about eight one day. So... I feel like some crazy universe shit has just been happening like the past week. Everything has felt like things have been clicking and connecting and coming full circle. The other day, again, I was on my run and I ran past my old elementary school. Actually, I ran past two of them, the two I went to because that's how small my town is. Anyways, the one I was at for grade seven and eight, we had to share lockers And I shared one with one of my good friends, Justine, and we grew, her and I like grew up together. We were attached at the hip pretty much growing up and obviously life came and, you know, we'll always be super important um, to each other. She'll always be so important to me and we're the type of friends that just get excited, like get excited for each other's lives. Anyways, her and I shared a locker and I got this major flashback of like, pure nostalgia like I felt like we were back in our science classroom I was where I normally sat at the back far right table in rows of four with Justine and two of our other friends and then I got this memory of our locker that we obnoxiously decorated and made perfect for us we bought a huge box of this gum that had like the like the juice or goo or whatever in it and I kid you not, I started to taste that gum in my mouth. And then, okay, at this point, I hadn't talked to Justine in probably like two weeks or so. And when I got home, did I not have a text from her? Yes. 
Yes, I did. That same day, I also randomly decided to make some cinnamon waffles, maple cinnamon waffles, and guys, the smell, the smell brought me back to 2005 on a school morning at my dad's old house. Like, I also went in to our local YMCA, which is a place that we'd sometimes go for lunch in elementary school and high school because they have excellent bagels. And that like the food stand has not changed. The change rooms have not changed. The whole place looks and smells the same. And suddenly it was 2009 again. Speaking of throwbacks on that same, um, nostalgia run, I guess I ran past five of my old houses. This is not hard to do because I have moved 17 times within the same small town. And (laughs) the reason I'm saying this is because it kind of got me thinking of last week's episode. And I kind of dove into like a hole in my brain thinking about everything and my morning routine and my need for routine and control. And as I did mention in that episode, it's something that I'm still trying to work through. I love my routine, but I'm also working hard to accept that it's okay if I'm in a situation where my routine doesn't go to plan. So yeah, I kind of fell into a personal hole dissecting where this all came from. And one of the main causes is definitely part of my mental health issues that I won't get into. But then I also got thinking of the way I grew up. And I think that has a lot to do with it. Having divorced parents and being the youngest of six kids, I was always just kind of told where to go and what to do. And I mean, like, hence, hence my easy go- easygoing personality. Like I, I packed up my stuff every week and like going back and forth and a lot of change and family stuff and, you know, like divorces and crazy stepmoms and all things beyond a child and teen's control. So, and that's not placing blame on anybody. I don't want anybody to get that um, perspective or anything like that, but I think that once I started to be able to gain control over my life and my routine when I became an adult, I think I put myself in such a strict one, if that makes sense. And I think this has a lot to do with me being like really private and closed off as well. And I also think that's like a youngest child thing, you know? Anyways, just a thought, just a random thought following up on last week's episode. Moving on. Spoiler alert, I'm going to be talking about um, all things like people pleasing and knowing your worth and whatnot on this episode. And I'm telling you this now because I swear the universe, the universe, whatever you believe in your higher power is, was bringing it to my attention all week, whether it was like on somebody's podcast or YouTube videos, like everything, it just kept coming up. Like I said, I've been waking up feeling pretty anxious these past couple days. I had a really tough weekend mentally, a lot of challenges I had to work through and it wasn't easy. But when I woke up yesterday, my, my breath was super short. Like my heart felt like it was pumping through my throat. I I just couldn't shake it. So again, I chose to challenge these feelings and I went to my yoga class And at one point during the class, we were standing in a power pose and the instructor was guiding us through words of affirmation that just instantly made me emotional. And she was talking about knowing your worth in this world, putting yourself first, being thankful for who you are and what you have to offer. And it just got to me and I couldn't help but become emotional because it was everything I needed and more. 
So sometimes on the days where I'm just, I'm feeling like nothing's going right, or I just, I just can't shake these feelings in my brain. I need to take a step back and remind myself that just being here, being me and being alive is more than enough in itself. There's a reason I'm still here today. There's a reason whether you believe in a higher power or not, there's a reason you are still here on this earth today. And sometimes that can just be more than enough to get you through those days and those really difficult times. So that being said, my mouth is already so dry. Let's get into this podcast topic because I have a lot to share. I think this is going to be a bit of a touchy subject. Um, I'm a little worried that I might offend some people. I'm definitely not targeting this at anybody in particular or anything like that. I'm just simply sharing my experience over what I've learned throughout my teens and my early 20s when it comes to, you know, friendships, relationships, toxic people, but then also learning your worth. And this is something that I now preach to my sisters and my best friends, but honestly, it just kind of clicks when it clicks. And I had to learn through it. And now here I am. So a bit of a backstory. I've always been quite social. And I'd say I've always had a lot of friends. I've always kind of been that girl throughout middle school and high school who was just friends with everybody. I never really paid attention to labels or anything like that. Um, Actually, that's something I really appreciated about my class in high school. Like when you looked at it from the outside, maybe you'd see a popular group or a weird group. I'm using, I'm using air quotes on these, um, or whatever it is, but it wasn't really like that. Like everybody just got along. If you're going to group it off, I would like, like, I don't know. I would spend one weekend with somebody from a certain group and the next weekend from another group. You know what I mean? Um, maybe I had like my party group of friends or the ones I mainly went out with on the weekends or whatnot. But I'd say we are all super close. Um, Some of my friends, like, I met in kindergarten and some in the ninth grade. But funny enough, I don't really, I don't really talk to any of them anymore. Maybe one or two occasionally just catching up. But after high school, we kind of all drifted, which is completely normal. And you just, you have to be naive to believe that you will be best friends with all all of your high school friends up until your grandparents. That's just life and that's okay. Everyone meets new people in college or through work or wherever they are in life during that time. You gain friends, you lose friends, but as you grow up, you really truly start to realize who's meant to be in your life. I have a lot of amazing people in my life, But if we're talking friends who I talk to nearly every day and spend time with and support each other, that list is now very, very small. But I'm a firm believer in quality over quantity. I truly believe that who I have in my life now is meant to be there. Some friendships I had a couple years ago that I was convinced were air quote lifers, that's what I call them, and they're not in my life anymore. And it's sad, absolutely. And I still have a lot of love for them. But sometimes drifting from someone is just simply because your timing is off. Being in a different stage of life as your friends becomes huge as you grow up. In school, you're all at the same point. You know, you're just trying to graduate. Once you're done, it's kind of just every man for themselves. I'm 25. There are people who I was friends with in high school who are now married 
some who have kids, some who just bought their first home, some who party and go out to bars every night, some who are making six figures, some who are working a part-time job at a fast food joint. And whatever it is, that's okay. But that's a big cause for drifting apart. Here's the secret to knowing who is meant to be in your life and who's not. And I'm not here to tell you to ditch your friends or say who's bad or go break up with this person or anything like that. But it's very simple. It's support. The reason I have the people in my life right now is because we support each other through everything we do. Unless it's something like illegal and then, you know, they'll support you by like telling you to get your shit together, Carol. Opening the studio three years ago was the biggest wake up call in my life. I mean, for a long list of reasons. But one of them being, I realized who was truly meant to be a relationship worth my time and my energy and my value and who simply isn't. And I don't mean that to sound harsh. I also don't need validation for what I do. I really don't. But I had some air quotes, close friends who have known about this dream of mine since they met me. And I worked my ass off to make it happen. And I didn't hear anything from them. In fact, some of them, not calling anybody out, but I guess kind of in a way, oops, um, reached out to suggest I maybe host a pre-drink at my house or ask if I'm coming out to party. And when I explained why I'm not, I'm exhausted, I'm busy, I was told that I was lame. Timing off. (laughs) Over the past few years, I've... I've really started to discover my worth and my value. I've realized who and what is worth my full energy. I surround myself with people who make me feel good, people who builds me up and support me, people who I support and I get excited for. I don't like leaving a coffee date with a friend who can only speak negatively about, you know, drama in their life and then not ask how I'm doing. I'm a great listener, but there comes a point where you kind of have to sit back and say, is this worth my time and my energy right now? And maybe that said coffee date is just showing that your timing is off as well. I'm at a point in my life where when I want to get together with my friends, it's more of like a scheduled dinner or coffee or night out type of thing. That's just the way life goes when you get older. Like, gotta book it in the calendar, gotta find a date, even if it's two weeks from now, even if it's a month, you're booked, you're there. Um, And it's always the best. Uh, My friends, like we could go months without seeing each other, but when we are together, it feels like no time has passed. We have good conversation. We take our turns going around the table, updating each other about our lives. We ask each other questions because we care and we're interested. We lift each other up. We remind each other that we're there for them. And then we always leave feeling good. I always leave those um, hangouts or get togethers, just feeling more motivated, feeling happy, the type of friends that you text after just being like, I love you. Like, thank you for being in my life. Moving on a little bit from this, I want to talk about something that I've been working on in my life too. And it is the art of people pleasing. Your girl is a big people pleaser. I have always wanted to make others happy, especially people, um, I guess, more superior to me. Like, I've always wanted my parents' approval, my dance teachers, school teachers, bosses. 
I always wanted to make them happy. I was like a big rule follower because I just, I mean, up until I got to like, you know, 15, 16, but that's a whole other story. Um, yeah, I just always wanted to make them happy. Even now, like if I clean, like say I was cleaning my bathtub and I like, I'll go get my mom. I'm like, mom, is this good? What can I do better? You know what I mean? Uh, as I grew up, I kind of found this to become more and more toxic as it seeped into my relationships and friendships. And I would make promises to my friends. And then when the time came, I didn't feel like doing it anymore. So I was stuck with either doing the thing I personally didn't want to do or feeling bad about myself if I sat it out. And I've learned that it's all about where you want to expand your energy. So you need to know that your time is so valuable and you are worth so much. So if something isn't working for you, if something is actually jeopardizing your well-being, if something is having a negative impact on your life, sit back and ask yourself, is it worth it? I promise you, if you don't feel like getting together with some friend, maybe you are so tired, but you're afraid they're going to be upset. If they're a true friend, they will 1000% understand. Okay. And you know what? A lot of the times too, they're like, thank God I'm exhausted. I'll see you next week. You know, it wasn't until last year that it clicked for me. Holy shit. I'm worth so much more and I'm wasting my energy on things that I shouldn't be wasting it on. For example, outside of the studio, I do some work um, as a nanny and do some like babysitting. I'll get into that in future episodes. Uh, Yes, I am very busy. Last year, um, I was actually looking for another nanny job. I felt like I needed another nanny job. So I took this one job that needed me four mornings a week. The job started at 5 a.m. and I worked until I dropped the kids at school at nine. So I was waking up at 4.30, rushing out the door, sometimes even sleeping in my clothes from the night before because the job was 25 minutes away from my house. Keep in mind, I was still teaching every single night, getting home from the studio at 10 or 10.30. Now, the job itself was extremely toxic Um, the kids were like really poorly behaved. I'm not going to touch on parenting because I get it. I'm not a mom and you know, that's a touchy subject, but just wow. Anyways, there became a point, excuse me, where this job ended up adding more stress than owning a damn business. I was more stressed over this random ass nanny job than I was owning a large business, teaching every night, dealing with debt, having no money. Like, I'm sorry, how? I was talking more about this job that was paying me next to nothing, maybe even enough to just afford the gas it took to get there with my support systems, more than what I actually needed support for. So finally, I told them I could only do two days a week and they hired somebody else for the other two days. This lasted maybe a month and a half. The other nanny quit and I was manipulated into coming back. Actually, I just want to mention that I did originally try and quit fully, but was also convinced into coming back for two more days. Moving on, I toughed this job out for six months until one day it clicked. 
And I was talking to somebody who I confide in and she started discussing my value and my worth. And this just seemed foreign to me. Like me, Lisa, I have value. I'm worth something. I shouldn't be killing myself over this because it pleases somebody else. We went back and forth a lot. Well, what is she going to do? I I can't just leave the family without help. She would say, not your problem, Lisa. I said, she's going to hate me. She relies on me. Not your problem, Lisa. Wait, she relies on me. You're right. That's not my problem. This is sucking the life out of me. It's making me stressed. This is adding absolutely no value to my life. If anything, it's taking away value. I'm more tired. I'm more angry. I have bigger purposes in this world and this job isn't it. What am I still doing there? If I need money, I'll find something else. I'll find maybe another family to work for that appreciates me. I'll find a family to work for that pays me what I'm worth. So moving on, I sent um, that employer a long email of resignation, I guess. And her response was, so you're really quitting with no notice and leaving me hanging. I told her I'd finished the week and then I'm done. She tried to bring me back until she found another nanny. I said no. I was their sixth nanny who had quit on them. Not my problem. I have to tell you guys, when I quit that job and realized I was free of it, I truly felt a physical weight being lifted off my shoulders. It felt like I had been holding my breath and I was finally able to breathe again. So I want you to take a second to think for yourself. Is there something you feel holding you down? Something you need to get off your chest, get rid of? Please don't hold back. If you're sick of seeing negative posts on your Facebook feed, clean up your friends list. Try to clean up your following list on Instagram. Maybe try to follow different people with different stories or cultures or anything like that. Reevaluate who is meant to be in your life. If somebody is tearing you down, try to distance yourself a little bit more and spend time with people who lift you up. You have one life to live. Live it for yourself. Live it right for you. I found this note in my phone that I wrote the day that I quit that nanny job, and I'm going to share it with you. Today, it finally clicked. I learned the importance of my life, my value, my time, and my health. The importance of doing things to better myself, not to please others. To not let people take advantage of my time and energy, what little time and energy there is. Finding the balance to create a better lifestyle for myself, my dreams, and my priorities. I never cared when people would say, know your worth, but now I do. The more I respect my value and my well-being, the more I will grow and grow in what matters. Stop worrying about how others will react. They'll handle it in their own way. You have one life to live. Know your worth. Know your value. Before I end this podcast, I just wanted to give a huge shout out to my family, my boyfriend, my best friends, business partner, everybody who is present in my life today. Being able to support my crazy life schedule and career can't be easy, but you're still here and I appreciate every ounce of you. To everyone who has supported me when I opened the studio when life really began, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. 
and the ones who are still reaching out. I love you. I love you. I love my support systems. I love my friends. I love my family. I got a great group of people in my life. I'm not going to lie. I am so lucky. Before um, I close off, I just want to update everybody about uh, my meditation process because I've been sticking to it. I've been meditating. Okay, I wouldn't say every day, but the past week I probably did about four or five times. And, you know, that's not too bad. From somebody who was not into meditation at all, I'm getting much better. And if anybody has any recommendations for like, uh, I don't know, like a meditation podcast or if there's a YouTube channel I can find, something like that. I guess I don't really know what I'm looking for in terms of like who to listen to. I, I think I'm still trying to explore people I like. So if anybody has recommendations, please let me know. All right, guys, that is it for me today. Be sure to tune into next week's episode. I'm going to be talking about something that used to be my main cause of stress and panic attacks and how I overcame it. Thank you again for the endless love and support. Launching my own podcast was an extremely scary, exciting, and vulnerable thing to do, but I'm so glad you're here for the ride. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I upload new episodes every Wednesdays. Uh, Leave a rate and review as it's much appreciated. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at fruit and flourishing, or you can send me an email if you want to chat fruit and flourishing at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out I'm Overwhelmed podcast. If you're looking for a good laugh, stay positive, eat your fruit and keep flourishing. Talk soon.